you ever wondered about the wild activities that go on at a bar? Well, that wondering ends right now. Welcome to the Open Bar Talk Podcast, where host Jim Search sits down with bartenders near and far to hear the whopping tales that only a drink slinger has. So buckle in, have a cold one, and enjoy it. It's another one. We're doing this. It is episode 15 of Open Bar Talk Podcast, the podcast where we chop it up and talk with uh, some of the uh, amazing bartenders in New York City as well as the world. Uh, I am your host, Jim Search. You can find me at jimsearchcomedy.com. Uh, you can go on all social media, find me at Jim Search. If you want to get a hold of the show, you can do that, uh, openbartalk at gmail.com, uh, openbartalk on Instagram. And also, uh, you know, f- to find the show platform-wise, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Uh, these are the places to get at us. Uh, if you don't fuck with iTunes, Stitcher is the way to go. Uh, with all these rate, review, subscribe, you know what? Uh, give us five stars. We really appreciate it. Drop us a comment. Uh, it would be very dope of you. Uh, so, you know, this is, uh, I mean... It's funny, when I started doing this show, um, I actually had people come over to Jim Jam Studios, but because uh, we live in a world where there's a disease that has swept the country, uh, this is all remote, but I will tell you right now, the fun times still keep going. Uh, so my, uh, my guest, uh, for this episode, we're excited to have him on, uh, very funny dude. And, you know, we were, uh, chopping it up before and, uh, we'll probably bring a lot of that into our conversation out here. Uh, but very excited. Uh, Kofi Thomas, my friend, how are you, sir? What's going on? What's up? Good, good, good to see you. Good to see a face, a human face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say, uh, uh, I don't know about you, but you are the first human I've talked to today. So very excited about that. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. You know, uh, not to put any pressure on you uh, today here, sir. But, hey, man. You know. None at all. I talked to one other person today, and I was way too excited to talk to her i definitely came off as creepy <laughs> <laughs> well, i i think what I, I don't know about you but like i feel like sometimes when there's like one person like if i haven't talked to anybody all day and there's like the first person i talk to especially now I, there's just a backlog of information and i'm just like here it is okay. and they're like whoa Oh yeah, slow down. Too much. Slow uh, it down. Just said. <laughs> just said. How are you? Um, that is a. I know that technically that is a very broad question. However, mm-hmm. that is a one-word response. Uh, but <laughs> I am willing to lean so far into that question. Yeah. Um, but because we live in a quarantine, so this is how our world is right now. Um, so, you know, uh, again, uh, very excited to have you on, sir. Uh, you know, you uh, are a bartender. Well, I mean, uh, not currently uh, because no one is allowed to do what we uh, like uh, love to see in New York. But at one point, uh, you were uh, slinging drinks. Um, so, uh, I would love to, uh, find out a little bit more about that. So tell us about how you got into the world of bartending and what your first experience was. Oh, yes. That's good. My, uh, my bartending origin story. Yeah. So I started, I'm from, uh, Boston, Dorchester, Mass. Okay. And, uh, for people who are unfamiliar, uh, Dorchester is, uh, you know, I used to say it's kind of like where, Africa meets Ireland. It's like a lot of <laughs> black folk, a lot of Irish folk just on, uh, you know, living side by side, uh, you know, <laughs> figuring shit out. <laughs> so I was uh, living there. I was uh, unemployed and I was, uh, but I was drinking um, at a professional level uh, at a young age. <laughs> and so I was, so I'm drinking at the, my local pub. Uh, bar that was called uh, the Emerald Isle, a real dirty Irish pub. Um, give you a, a little idea of the clientele. Uh, it was the guy who made pizza across the street, uh, who was super old, and could tell you how many pizzas he made uh, every day. And a young guy who always had Coke but could never sell it. <laughs> <laughs> And myself. <laughs> this well, first this sounds like a sketch, a you know what I mean, or an improv yeah. uh, uh, idea here. But uh, so a coke, 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to need one word. Cocaine. All right, let's go. Um, Location. Dirty bar. Yeah. So that's where I'd be me and those two regulars. mm -hmm. uh, Days. And I was drinking, uh, well, I think I was drinking like Midori Sours, Toco and Cranberries, real sweet shit. Um, But it was like the drinks were... I think it's like two fifty for a mixed drink. So I'll just go in there and just get uh <laughs> real soft stuff. Uh mm-hmm. daily. But the guy behind the bar, uh a guy named Paulie, had was from uh from County Cork in Ireland. And so we hit it off and then I told him I was looking for a job and he was like, Oh, another friend of mine is a man at another Irish pub. So he took me over there talk to this guy and he's like you know you can start here as security and then you know if you work out eventually you can get behind the bar so i went over there a place called ned divines in faneuil hall faneuil hall is like the shitty tourist haven uh mm-hmm. in massachusetts but so working there um working security and kind of first time in a big bar environment because it'd be i think there's like a bar and upstairs and we fit like 800 people on a weekend night whoa yeah, it was massive. Um, but work in there uh, is kind of how I got started. And so, so from from security, I went to um, busting tables, from busting tables to bar backing, bar backing to bartending. Mm. And I was tending there, and that's how I started uh, slinging drinks. Slinging the drinks. Um, slinging them. Uh, so, yeah, so it sounds like you kind of followed uh, what, like, is what I've seen of a lot of bartender trajectory of just like, you know, bar backing and then just getting like, you know, uh, the vibe behind the bar and then eventually moving into the, uh, moving into the, uh, uh, drink, the drink selling mode. Uh, so now, so you're, so you're bartender there, right? You, uh, you right. get in there. What is it like the first, I mean, the first month? Do you remember like those first couple months of doing this? The first couple of months of bartending yeah. uh, was hectic, hectic. It was stressful. Um, I had a couple good folks who were with me who would like kind of teach me the ropes, like how to make the drinks. And really, when you're that type of bartending, which is like high volume bartending, mm-hmm. it's all about speed and how quickly you can do math. So it's like you're, uh, so it's you know, it's some drunk bro coming up to you and he's like, "Kid, I need six Jaeger shots, twelve Budheads." Uh, two shots of Jack for my girl, and uh, and let me get you know, let me get eight kamikazes and celebrate. And then you got to be like, okay, that's going to be whatever, like one hundred and twelve fifty. Like you got to hit him back with the number because because while, while you're making all them drinks, he's taking his cash out again, his card or whatever. So mm-hmm. that when you put them drinks down in front of him, you take that card, swipe it, go back to him. But doing the doing that amount of math in my head. Um, when you have, you know, four drunk dudes all yelling at you, right? Like that's a, that, I don't know, like, it, like that should be a whole other Olympic event. That is some <laughs> kind of like high pressure national spelling bee equivalent of like, huh? and then you got, and you're also, since you're behind the bar, you're listening for drinks, but then since it's a real, uh, get wasted, I, you also have to be on the lookout for anybody who, uh, might be kind of like right on that border of getting belligerent. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. somebody who's like, you know, that guy who's been at the bar for a little bit too long, and then he's just like, you know, you know, he, he gets bumped a little bit, and he's like, man, you just like you see him start to give the signs of like I'm going to lose it really quickly. Right. And then so you all got to be paying attention to him. You got to be looking out for your security to like make sure like like they know who you're looking at. Right. And then if you have the time. Uh, and you get better, then you're also looking for like, all right, like what girls in here are real cute and alone. So mm-hmm. it's a whole <laughs> that you are <laughs> that you are navigating. Yeah, that first two months is ooh, stressful. Everything's super fast paced. And all the while smiling, right? All the all the while you're having a great time. You're right. like, oh yeah, oh yeah, me too. Like yeah. you know, you in your mind you are like shitting your pants and you're fucking so busy you can't take it. Like there's no breaks. You can't run to the bathroom to four deep. So it's just you know you're like, what is it? Your shift is maybe you started at eight. You're going to like maybe like two. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you just you got six hours of just of literally just nonstop making drinks, taking money, giving change, shouting at people, talking security, talking to the bar back, talking to the manager. It's you know it's it's a it's a six hour shift that feels like an eighteen hour shift. God damn. And this is, and you know, this, I mean, from what you're saying, and I think this is, I would say pretty symbolic of most part is that this is sink or swim. Like there's no like, you know, Hey, sorry. Especially at that like high volume sort of uh, space. Like I could maybe see, uh, if you're at like a, you know, dive bar, it's like a beer and shot place. I feel like there might be a little more wiggle room for forgiveness, but like that fucking vibe of like a nightclub almost. Oh yeah. People people want their shit because they're either geeked up on God knows what. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. People are coming in there fucked up. Like every I mean, it'd be every night is people are, you know, some girl's getting carried out because she drank too much or dropped too much of something. Some some dudes fighting most weekend nights. Mm-hmm. So it's I mean you're always flirting with complete debauchery and chaos. <laughs> <You know? laughs> nobody no nobody gives a fuck if you're if you've had a long day. No. <laughs> yeah, people are there to dance with the devil. Yeah, you know yeah. what? If there hasn't been a bar called Icarus, uh I don't know, you know, this just hit me. What a great name for a bar is cuz every from the customers to the bartenders to the everyone is flying dangerously close to the sun right now. <laughs> And we are are doing that. So, what's that? No, yeah, because and I've already thought the bar, uh, which is uh, it's Red Bull with Fernet, Mm. because Red Bull gives you wings, and Icarus has the wings. Yeah, oh yeah, and it's a fucked up shot if you ever try it. Red Bull and Fernet will mess you up. Oh Jesus. Um no I haven't. Uh I haven't tried that. Uh but I got time and there's a liquor store down the street, so I certainly could uh dabble in this should should the spirit strike me. Um so uh that is all right, so that is uh the beginning, the origin story, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Now, uh let's get into, you know, those memorable moments. What are those sort of like iconic like I will never forget this event that happened? And I will turn it over. Tell me, tell us, the listeners, what what's going on. Uh, yeah. Well, let me see. A couple. Oh, all right. Let's start with uh, like the dangers of being at a new job and not knowing the culture and mm-hmm. being almost like so young uh, and like wanting to like fit in that you're like, oh, you'll just do whatever people are doing. Okay. Uh, so I'm working security. Like, you know, brand new in there. I've got on my, you know, the black on black, trying to look serious. Mm-hmm. And the, like I said, the, the the bar has two levels, right? So we're upstairs, and there's some, uh, there's some guy. He's just, he's lost it. He's mad at everybody. Okay. So we're like, sir, you gotta go. And it's myself and a bartender who is, you know, he's like, he's like. You know, me plus about 200 pounds. Okay, so the bartenders? So Trump, oh, no, sorry, the, the, the security guard. Oh, okay. The security guard, he's like, the guy's like 300 pounds, like ex-police officer, jacked up, knows everybody. So I'm with him. So I'm like, okay, we're not going to come with this guy. So this guy, so this little guy who's about 5'3", he's going to walk out. So the head bartender, um, you know, we'll call him Matt because that's his name. Matt is like, <laughs> all right, yeah. <laughs> You gotta go, and the and the and the and the guy's like, no, fuck you, I'm not leaving. What are you gonna do about it? So Matt takes his arm, and he's like, Kofi, take his other arm. I take his other arm. We start walking this guy towards the stairs. Like, guy, you gotta go. Mm-hmm. So we're walking the guy towards the stairs, and then the guy's like, he's trying to grab on to the railing, and like hook himself onto it, <laughs> like some part of like strange protest. So he's trying to hook onto this railing. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm befuddled because I mean, I don't know. I've never seen a grown man act like this. No. But we get, uh, we get to the top of the stairs and Matt is like, look, if you don't let go, we're going to throw you down these stairs. <laughs> Jesus. And he's like, and he looks at me, he goes, Kofi, if this guy doesn't let go, you pick his legs up. So oh, I'm sh- like, all right. Like I, I'm not, I still haven't said a word. I'm just going right with, with this culture. 
You know, I'm new here. I'm learning. Yeah, this is let's what's the vibe? Right. So the guy so the guy would not let go and the guy like latches on harder. <laughs> and then he's like uh, and, and Matt goes, All right. And then so I, I hear all right. That to me that means Kofi, it's go time. Mm-hmm. So I so I return. I pick the guy's legs up and I've got from like I've got his whole bottom half. Like like we just got married. I'm carrying this guy. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm, and I'm, and I'm, I'm, I'm facing the top of the stairs. Okay. So I, so I look at Matt, like, should I let him go? And then Matt's like, no, 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 no. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> so, so, I, so I put the guy down and the guy, the, not, not, not the guy's freaking out, obviously. So the guy's like, oh, all right. I'll leave. I'll leave. <laughs> the guy walks out. And then, and then after the, at the night, Matt's like, Yo, I was I was bluffing. <laughs> I, I, we just say that so people let go. I was like, man, I had no idea, bro. I thought we threw people over there. <laughs> my bad. I thought I thought first we. Day. Yeah, my you know, look, it's my first day. Oh man, I did. I thought y'all murdered here because you know, <laughs> and I thought you yeah, know, I thought were... there was aggravated assault. I thought that was part of the, the vibe. There's no handbook. I didn't see any video when I started here. So yeah, whatever you tell me, I'm with. So if we stab here. We stab here. If hey, look, if it's knife friendly, it's knife friendly. Let's do this. Yeah. Which <laughs> is that? <laughs> I uh, you know what's funny about that? Uh, well, first is uh, not only uh, you kind of touched on it, but just like what sort of grown man uh or adult fuck a man woman what adult is at an establishment and then latches their arm around a railing and thinks that like now you're going to stay like <laughs> like you're supposed to be like well you know what you raise a really good point here um, yeah. our fault <laughs> we overreacted yeah. clearly we overreacted you should yeah, stay yeah. you look yeah <laughs> like like we're going to give up like uh, oh man, he did the old latch onto a railing trick. <laughs> we can't, we can't break that. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's dedication. You know, had he yeah. had gone peacefully, perhaps this would have been a different story. But now you're yeah. grabbing onto shit. Okay, I guess you got to stay. Yeah. Um, so how did it? End? So like, he was petrified because <laughs> he thought he was going down the stairs. Yeah, <laughs> like, I was rocking like I was going to the film because I was, and then we. <laughs> Because I, I really was. About... I, I ain't going to lie. I was going to throw him in. So he walked down the stairs. Oh, my God. So he, he, he walked away. He swore some more and just went off into the night. Oh, my God. Yeah, but, but that, and that wasn't the last time somebody that we had problems on the stairs. It's something about people getting thrown out of a club or bar where they will fight it with, like, every ounce of their being. And I'm always, again, confused. This bar does not want you here. Yes. Why do you want to stay in here? It's not a good time. Yeah. You're not going to. Like what, like how much protest do you think, like physical protest do you think you will get? And then at the end of it, be allowed to stay. Like there's no coming back. And also they don't want you here. Why would you want to fucking be there? That shit, that that blows my fucking mind, man. Uh, but that was so common though. We had so many, so many entitled, uh, rich white men in that place on weekends. It's crazy. One time we had, uh, we had, th- there was two guys that were acting up inside the club area. Mm-hmm. We, we threw one of them like through the, like, like we threw him so hard. He opened the door. Yes. Like in the movies, right? like using like, yeah. like bong. Mm-hmm. Right, like open the door with one of them, and then the other guy, who we were just like dragging out, mm-hmm. right? So like this intense moment, you know, it's physical. Like we have him, we're dragging, like, we're dragging a man, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, wait, fucking wait, wait a minute!" <laughs> and we're like, "So, but it was so weird." Everybody, everybody, like, stop for a second. Like, wait. wait a minute, wait. Do you know who my father is? <laughs> oh my God, bro. We couldn't stop laughing. We laughed in his face. Fucking uh, <laughs> <laughs> douche, typical, uh, privileged white man thing to say. He said, wait, do you know who my father is? 
Oh, oh. it was like a sort of something like that. But God damn, it was funny. That is, yeah. And like, you expect, like, cause that is such a canned response that you don't, like, genuinely expect someone in real life to be like, do you know who my father is? <laughs> and it's like, it's like, yeah, yeah, I do. And he doesn't like you either. Yeah. Oh, you mean Ted? Yeah, no, Ted hates you. <laughs> yeah. Ted has said some really horrible things about you and he's actually excited. I'm going to throw you out of this fucking bar. You know what I mean? He recommended we get rid of you. I just, I just wish it was somebody fun. I wish he's like, do you know who my father is? Ahmad Rashad. <laughs> <laughs> Now how do you feel? Yeah. <laughs> I have a black father. <laughs> yeah, you didn't see that. That's a funny bit, actually. Because I yeah. was really blown away. I didn't know that, you know, this Ahmad Rashad adopted this uh lacrosse player, but now here I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, yeah. That's, that's, that is really fucking funny, man. And I'm assuming that the entire staff, again, as they all laughed, he then, like, was like, oh, that doesn't work. And it looks like oh, I, have yeah. to, I have to go now. Yeah, no, he was, we had already dragged him outside. <laughs> he stopped to, to give that, give that last, that last verbal, verbal punch. Yeah. Just, you know the, yeah. Uh, I don't. And you know what? I'm probably better for it, sir. So, all right. So that is throwing people out, right? I know. Yeah. What, yeah. What, yeah. Um, and it's, it sounds like you've got a lot more. <laughs> I do. I lot, lots of, lots of throwing people out at this, at this bar. And that, uh, the other bar I worked at after, also bartending. We'll get to that. We can get to that later. Mm-hmm. Um, but bartending story, um, something that stuck, stuck with me, like, as, like, a young man. So I was, like, young. You know, I wasn't, like, uh, super social. You know, I was still, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but working at a bar like this where there's such a high volume of women walking around that you're, like, you know, if, if you're behind the bar and you're the one giving the drinks, there's that certain, um, you know, power dynamic. You sure. have some attraction. You know, you're. I mean, you've got liquor behind you. Like you've got all of these wingmen <laughs> <laughs> that, <laughs> to help you <laughs> kick some game. So I'm at. Uh, so we had, like I said, a, a downstairs and upstairs. So I'm downstairs, and downstairs bar closes like a half an hour earlier. So I'm just wiping the bar down. Mm-hmm. But these three. So uh, you're you're working the downstairs bar. Yeah, I'm working downstairs bar okay. on this one. Downstairs was I'm by myself. The bar's already this downstairs bar. I've already emptied it out. I'm just wiping bottles down, putting bottles away. Three girls come in, and mm-hmm. they're like, "We want shots. It's her birthday." I'm mm-hmm. like, "Listen, I've already given away. I've already like done my cash draw. That's upstairs. I can't even." charge you anything we can't we can't exchange money i got no money back here to even like i can't even take money from you and they uh and they get quiet and look at each other and i'm like oh this is new something (laughs) new's happening i'm I'm not gonna stop it because this like this is a dream i didn't know i had (laughs) yeah quiet look at each other i'm like Okay. All right. What, 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 what do y'all want to do mm-hmm. for, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> ball in your court? <laughs> you and decide. Go, well, yeah. Well, they go, well, we can show you something. Yes. I'm like, Oh, show and tell. I'll tell you what, let me start making these drinks. Cause I'm ready to see something. So yes. I just start shaking up. Uh, I did like three kamikaze shots, you know, classic, Classic debauchery shot, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Lit up, pour them out, and then the girls go, "Ooh, these are the girls." Just look at you know, three shots, one in front of each girls, each of the, each of the girls, and then each girl lifts up her shirt. Same time, I'm, t- I'm talking like you know, like when the curtains come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then they do like just just start shaking them back and forth, you know. And it looks, I mean, and it's just it's. It's hypnotizing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was it was one of those moments where you know you really kind of appreciate the beauty of the world. <laughs> <laughs> there's like, you have six. Like, here, there's six tits yeah, right there. There's you got six tits and three shots. The okay. the 
somehow in the universe this trade made sense. Sure. And and uh, and it was and it was such a uh, what do you call it? It was such a loving and fair exchange. <laughs> like they, they that's all they wanted was those shots. Yeah. They gave me something I wanted, but I didn't even know to ask for. Sure. Yeah. And yeah, and then we all had this just amazing time. And I and I still remember what each one of their titties looked like. That's great. It was yeah, it was that uh it was that beautiful. That's filed that's filed away in the spank bank forever. It's, it's strong, yes. All yeah, all that. The motion of them, the lighting in the room, the smell. Mm. Now, here's my, well, I would say just from a philosophical perspective, right, is like you were saying, had like 15 minutes before that happened, you'd had no sort of, like, that wasn't even on the table. No, my night was over. I'm I'm cleaning, I'm cleaning up. Mm -hmm. I'm like, end of a shift, I'm ready to, I'm ready to, uh, to go home. All my money's away, I'm just wiping down, there's. Uh, you know, there was there was no signs that that this uh, was that this, this was, was coming up in my life. And then there was that's that's beautiful. Yeah, this, and it's so rare to see titties just like in the wild, like in like a not contained <laughs> environment, bro. <laughs> it, it 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 does so. Now, so after, so then, like after they show their titties, they do the shots, right? Or they did the shots yeah. and then showed their tits. Um, right. where did they, was it, all right, see you later. And then off in the wind. Yeah one, yeah. one of them gave me her phone number and then they went upstairs to dance some more. Mm-hmm. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Um, well, so I, uh, I expect you, uh, to be sending a save a date out soon. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> Cause this sounds like, uh, you know, wedding material, wife material. You know. Yeah, this, this is the, the how I met your mother. Right, exactly. That's yeah. I was just about to go there. Yeah. So it's like, so you know, how did you two meet? Well, that's a really great story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She was out with her friends, friends. and I had, I had alcohol, <laughs> and <laughs> your mother here had tits. Tits, as you can see, as you yeah, yeah. exhibit exhibit A and B. <laughs> I will show you both. Here they are. So oh, yeah. a little bit, a uh, little bit lighter than uh, uh, throwing someone down the stairs, which is good. You know, I feel like we've gone. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, from oh, I've got all types of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like we've hit uh, both extremes, yeah. uh, which is great. And that's bartender. Oh, because when you when you are exposed to that much humanity, you're going to see all of the worst shit and all of the best shit. Right. It's yeah. You're going to, and that's what, and that's kind of like the beauty of this uh, podcast and why I uh, love doing it is that like, it's, you know, from the bottom of the barrel to the bottom of the well, all the way up to the sky. Like there's been some really great stories, like human, like human stories. And then there's just people like last episode, there was just this absolute fucking super villain. And in the story, I'm just like, wow, she's a horrible person. And here they Mm -hmm. are just hanging at the bar. So. Um, so, all right. Now, uh, well, I'll, let me ask you. Uh, so you've seen, so have you worked in like dive bars or have you just been mostly in, uh, in the club setting? Yeah. I've worked in all kinds. I worked in the, uh, like, uh, like the Irish bar, club bar. Mm-hmm. I worked in a smaller, like, restaurant bar type mm-hmm. of like, kind of like family style, but we had like, we had DJs on the weekends and that was a great bar right in the hood. Mm-hmm. Um, that, and- some good story. Was this in Was this in Dorchester or was this in New York? Yeah. Oh, that was in Dorchester. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we got hoods in Dorchester. Oh Those yeah, out there. Oh, I uh, yeah, yeah, a lot of black, a lot of black folk in Boston. There is, uh, you know, it's funny. I uh, just very quick story. Uh, uh, Cyrus McQueen, uh, comedian friend of mine. Yeah, Cyrus. Yeah, Cyrus. he's from Boston. And uh, uh-huh. I remember one day we were just talking, and I was like, so uh, you know. Cyrus, what do uh, what do black folks do on St. Patrick's Day? And he just looked me dead in the eye and goes, "Jim, there's a black side of Boston, and there's a white side of Boston, and that was it. <laughs> there was 
<laughs> nothing further. And I was like, all right, got, got the answer. Got the answer to that one. Um, you know more details. Oh, cut. Yep. And, and <laughs> yeah. cut scene. Um, so, so you've been in the dive bars. Like, do you have anything wild yeah. happen over in the, on the dive bar side of things? Yeah. Yeah. I can tell you about, uh, it was, so at the bar I was working at, um, in the hood, we had one of the, I've seen, a, I've seen a few fights in my time, but this one was one of like, one of the more entertaining and, uh, I don't know, just like shocking fights I've seen. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I'm working at a place called, uh, in, Dorchester Roxbury line called Rudy's. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so it's a Friday night. Friday night is our hip hop and R&B night. Okay. We got like, we got this real like shady promoter. There's a DJ. It's like the whole nine, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were really popular with, with like big groups of large black women. Like we had these, like yes. we had a special on like, uh, we had really good wings and we had really strong drinks. And so like our demographic Friday night, if you want to meet like a, uh, you know, just like a plus size sister, like we had them. They mm-hmm. was at Rudy's. I was serving them drinks. Yes. We, we was having a good time. All right. So this one particular Friday night, there's a group, uh, a group of sisters, maybe like six of them, right? And five of them are very healthy. One of them is like small, like a small, cute one, like a lot of, right? So they're all together at the bar. Uh, some brother comes up to the small, cute one and is like, yo, I know you from somewhere. That's all he said. He said, do I know you from somewhere? Ooh. <laughs> the, five, the five sisters turned and was like, nah, motherfucker, you don't know her and you don't know us. Yes. And I'm, yes. And I'm behind the bar. I'm like, ooh, I stopped making drinks. I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> it's, it's now, now this happens. Now it's I get so, to see it. Right. It's happened, right? So they, so they, uh, so they get in his face and they kind of like, they do like a like a chest bump and like oh, back him up, like, like into the wall, right? So they, they chest bump him into the wall, and he's like, "Yo, I, I ain't even trying to talk to none of y'all." And he's, they're like, "Like that's what we thought," and they turn away from him. They go back, so now they're all like lined up at the bar drinking, mm-hmm. and I'm like, and everybody thinks the whole situation is over. <laughs> This, uh, this brother, he like, he does this tactic almost like he comes at him like, you know, you remember in Jurassic Park how velociraptors come like kind of like from the side and behind you? Yes. Yep. He does, he does that move. He comes from like the side. He walks like slow as like they let their guard down. And I'm like, I'm pouring a drink, but I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, like, I'm like, oh, I, He's okay. finna do something. Oh, that's weird. He gonna do something. This dude, like, he rears his fist back <gasps> and he swings as hard as he can and connects with the side of the head of the biggest sister. Oh my God. And it, it's just, I'm talking pin drop. Like, just the fucking, like, the, like a collective inhale. Hits her as hard as he can. But it's like there's something missing. Like, cause like you hit somebody and then it's like, okay, what now? Right, right. But here, but here's where the, the, uh, the events turned and where it got scary as fuck. Cause he hit her with everything he had and she didn't even stumble. <laughs> bro and I'm bro I'm still holding a drink and you know like you know whatever all things aside like as soon as that happened I was scared as fuck for him yeah oh my god I, I was like, he ain't supposed to be scared for a dude who just hit a woman but I'm like he's a 
he knows he fucked up now. Yeah. Because it's her. He gave it everything he had, and she didn't budge. And she just turned. She went, oh, no, nah, nigga. And her <laughs> and her five sisters jumped the shit out of his <laughs> Tables flying. They swinging them through chairs. People were sitting down eating. They had to get out fucking <laughs> Get out the way. The whole restaurant's in chaos. Oh. The bounces come in. And then, like, but we got to come in. They come in, and they got to get the woman off of this dude. Yeah. And they're struggling because there's five, and they're all strong. And they just swinging and swinging. They finally get the woman up, and they have to sneak, like, take the dude out through the kitchen bro wild wild night and but then after it's like you couldn't even like nobody was sad at all because the girl who got hit had so much swag after she finished beating the dude up she was like hold the fuck up because at this point she was like uh like her hair was like as short as mine Mm -hmm. hold the fuck hold the fuck up nah 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 Where's my good wig? Like her wig had fallen off <laughs> in the fight. And she, she stopped everybody to look. Oh and the whole restaurant looking for her wig because we was all like, this is the queen. Yeah. Whenever she go, and the whole restaurant looked for this woman's wig and we found it and she put that shit back on. Oh my God. That is yeah. fucking hilarious. Oh, okay. <laughs> Love I love that. I got to experience that and fucking and just see like see that amount of strength. Ooh, like I never seen a woman that strong before. Like physically, just fucking like boxing champion level. I have to say, at the beginning of the story, um, I thought it was really going in one direction. <laughs> and boy, was I surprised at the end. Because, <laughs> well, first off, um, you know, obviously, if you've been jumped by these uh, five five sisters who we're strong, right? This wasn't like, it doesn't sound like hair pull and scratch. This sounds like punch, hands and feet. Oh. <laughs> yeah, just hands and feet on this person, right? So this dude fucked up now has to leave out the back door and he has to explain what happened to everyone now, right? Because like he's physically injured and you know, you can't be like, right. so, so what happened, man? I mean, obviously, he's making up some story because he can't be like, yeah, these five women beat me up. <laughs> right. <laughs> and they're like, well, what happened? He's like, well, I punched one. <laughs> and they're like, whoa. <laughs> so you punched one of the women. Yes, I did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then what? Well, then all five of them beat the shit out of me, and I was dragged out the back door. Like, that is not a story that you can tell anybody. So I'd be very curious to find out what his story was about what happened. But I'm also very excited that she found her wig. You know, that was, yeah. you know, that, I feel like that was really, that was really the most important piece of that, because I wouldn't want to see if she didn't find it. Oh no, she would have she would have tore the whole place apart. That'd have been a different fucking story. Yeah, I'm, it really. It's a. I'm just, I'm really excited that, and also I guess what's also very exciting about this is that like it was a really community effort, and that the entire bar was like, "Yo, let, let me let me try let's." And then put now I guess here, if did she put it on like on the spot or did she go to the bathroom to? Yeah, she did, she did like a little fix like right there. She, no bathroom, no mirror. No, she was here for some, she was here for some chicken wings and strong drinks and, and that did, <laughs> not, did not have time for any of that. Holy shit. That is really fucking funny. <laughs> now, did you give her like a shot on the house or something for that or? It, I don't think, I'm not sure I charge her for any of the drinks that day. I think I'll just pour it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not crazy. I seen, I seen what she could do. You know what I mean? <laughs> Look, I'm not, I'm not trying to get caught up in, in that yeah. fucking nightmare of a situation. <laughs> Nothing but love and respect. Mm-hmm. Nothing but love. 
respect. Mm-hmm. That's all you need to bring. <laughs> um, wow, that's that's really good, man. So, all right, well, thank you, thank you for. I mean, do you have it? If you have one more, I'd love to hear it. Uh, if not, we can uh, we can jump into the next joint. Oh man, I got tons. But you go on to the next one, man. I'd be all here. Right. I'd be here all day. I've seen a lot of crazy shit. <laughs> well, look, here's here's and here's also here's the beauty about the show is that um we could have you on again. <laughs> that is, you know, yeah. we, we, we can have return guests because as we know, as you know, as a bartender, um, you know, they're a not going to run out of stories. And with that, keep on, keep on running with it. So we definitely, I would uh, definitely love to have you back on uh, because that story is fucking hilarious. Um, <laughs> no and if that, and if no that's doubt. not a bit, uh, it should be, um, cause that's really funny. Uh, all right. So anyway, uh, now, uh, we'll get into our next segment, right? Which is our five questions for our guest. Uh, these are the five questions we ask our bartenders, uh, to kind of get an idea of, uh, what your world looks like, uh, uh, in terms of these, in terms of these inquiries. So first question, what is the biggest myth or misconception, uh, people have about being a bartender? I think the biggest misconception I get is that uh is that they can do it. I get a mm. lot of people who get ideas like, oh, I hear it's good money. I think I want to do it. And, like, you haven't considered whether or not you can do it. Right. Um, it takes a tremendous amount of uh, patience. Um, man, you just, like, the amount of tolerance the amount of perseverance you have to have the amount of stamina to be on your feet and dealing with people for you know eight ten hours in a row like most people just do not have that do not have the capacity right to talk to that in a shift and then the ability to be constantly adapting to you know, it's called like just putting out fires. Like there's always something wrong in a restaurant. Always. Like as a customer, you hardly ever see it, but there's always something. Always. Cause just everything's happening all the time. Like the ice machine is down or an order didn't come in or a table is mad about their food or a manager is, um, arguing with a waitress because they slept together. There's just fucking <laughs> problems everywhere all the time. And you are constantly uh, adapting to deal with all of those while still making the customers that come in feel like everything is great. Sure, we're yeah, all happy. Yeah. It's a this is a this is a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that 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 ability to any ability, uh, you know, that's the that comedian skill of being able to just read a room, being sure. able to walk up to a table of strangers. And then be able to tell within a few seconds how they're going to act, what they're going to like, um, how to deal with them, how to keep them um, happy, how to manage expectations, all of those uh, social skills. Most people do not have that and are not able to and, are, and even aren't able to get that. Some people, you know, try to bartend, you know, right. and they might be. Uh, they might they might be book smart, but just don't have the ability to people keep smart. up with that pace. Yeah, people smart. Yeah, and that and that fast, be able to make drinks that quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, be able to, you know, just keep the restaurant going, knowing how to uh, how to time manage in like a very uh, very short high pressure situation. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's the biggest myth I think is that is that it's easy and that anyone can do it. Well, you know, it's, it kind of makes me think of just like when like, you know, folks say like, you know, I'm funny in the office, I can do comedy and it's like, oh no, no, no. Like, yes, you've made a drink before, but here are 900 situations that are happening around this drink. Just like you've told a joke before. Well, here are 900 things that are happening around you telling this joke. So go for it. Right. So, all right. So, so our question, uh, question two. What's the biggest tip you've ever received? It's a hundred dollars. Hundred bucks. That's yeah, good. Hundred dollar tip. Yeah, but I'm not that cute. Like I'm, I'm not <laughs> that cute. I, I get it. People who have those stories, it's always like, 
Uh, you know, I've got like, you know, some other bartenders who are like really, really, you know, hot girls. And they'd be like, I, don't, I can't believe this guy took me like, you know, a thousand dollars. I can believe it. I can, I can believe, believe that. It. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm a guy and I know how guys move. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. Which, you know, it's funny in this being the 15th episode. And I will say, uh, cause you know, having both men and women, uh, bartenders on this show, yeah. Women have definitely mm-hmm. made a lot more money uh, on this question. Oh, uh, I've heard, I've heard, uh, a thousand, uh, fifteen hundred. Um, yeah. So I crazy. get it. But, that's crazy. Hey, look, hundred bucks, hundred bucks, man. That's a hundred more than I've ever. Oh, you know what I mean? So look, oh, yeah. you got to smell the flowers while they're here, man. You know? Oh no, man. Oh yeah. I'm never going to complain about it. You know, it was, it was a cool, it was a cool hundo. I was happy with it. Yeah, man. It's, uh, yeah. Kind of like the, kind of like the, uh, uh, three, uh, sets of tits. Like I didn't know that was in my life before now. Right. Right. That's extra. That's, that's extra. That's extra. <laughs> so, all right. Money. Uh, question three. What is your, yes, pet, is. what is your pet peeve of a customer? What's the one thing they're like, I don't want you to do that. Mm. People who are talking super loud piss me off. Mm. Yeah, okay. that's a real pet peeve of mine because it's uh, it's so inconsiderate to everybody else in that restaurant who's trying to have a conversation. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a it's so overtly self-centric. Yeah, I'm like, I know you know you're talking that loud. I know you do. I I once almost um. Had to fight a guy because he was talking too loud. It was like four, four, four or five white, and these are older dudes. They all, and they were like, they were like all had like good money. They all came from work. Four or five dudes in suits. Before the guys, there's like, there's like, the thing is, there's only one guy who was like super loud. Came mm-hmm. in, just, yeah, man, in the fucking now with we got to get some fucking girls, bro. Like all that loud, extra bro shit. Uh-huh. And he was too old talking like that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so they get up to the bar, and I told him straight away, I, I go, hey, man, you got to quiet down. Oof. And he was like, what? And he was like, what? I was like, yeah, man, look around you. Nobody else even in your group is talking that loud. You got to quiet down. And he's like, oh, I can't fucking talk. And then I was like, see? See, hear it. You see how you, you, see, you, you hear it? And then, man, I'm talking. This dude sat down, fuming, like just staring me down the whole time. But his friends didn't want to leave because the friends were having a good time drinking. Sure. But yeah, this guy wanted to fight me with every ounce of his being. So I told <laughs> <laughs> he had a, he had a, he had another man tell him to voice, and he could not he could not deal with that. Yeah, that's the, I was about to point that out too. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, I don't know this guy, but I'm willing to go out on a limb here and, uh, say that a, uh, black dude telling him to, uh, quiet mm. down, that doesn't happen <laughs> so much in his, you no. know, like, <laughs> you know, if his brain was a, uh, circuit board, that is a short circuit uh-huh. right there. That, that trip, uh, <laughs> that is not how the current is supposed to flow through his brain. And that uh, was, <laughs> woof. Mm-mm. That is. I didn't uh, even think about that. I, oh yeah, no. yo man. Tell I might have been his first. That's a good point. I didn't even realize I might have been his his first young black man to ever tell him to quiet down. Because now other way around, perfectly fine, yeah. right? That's of course. Oh yeah. Uh, hey. Too loud. Too loud. But. Hey, buddy, whoa, whoa. Uh, yeah. You know, you saying to him, you know, I'm gonna need you to pipe down here. And from a place of authority oh, too. Sprinkle that one in the right. mix, right? Because you're in control of that whole situation and you're also saying that he can't do something. So, oof. Oh, um, God. so, uh, yeah, uh, don't yell, folks. Uh, yeah. I feel like this podcast also is a little bit of a teaching moment. Um, don't yell, uh, when you're in a bar. Uh, so, and we had kind of talked about this at the beginning of the show, uh, a little bit, uh, but if you owned your own bar, what would you name it? Oh, right, right, right. I did have one. Uh, I don't know, what was that called? There was a bar I was going to open up with a friend of mine, um, who is Vietnamese. Mm-hmm. And I, and so, and we were going to call it So For Real. 
<laughs> I love it. Yeah, and we were going to serve like Vietnamese cuisine and uh, you know African American, and just have like pho and fried chicken and mac and cheese. It's going to be man, that's the bar. That's the bar to open up. So for real. So for real. Ah, oh, that's cool. That's great, man. Uh, that is, uh, and also a nice food pairing too. Uh, yeah. I forgot what restaurant food, uh, is anymore. <laughs> Cause I haven't been to a restaurant <laughs> in fucking four months. So you right. could, be, I mean, not, I mean, it's a good, that's a good menu to put together. But if you were literally like, yeah, we serve, uh, hot dogs and, uh, chips, I'd be like, that sounds Ooh. amazing. Wow. Y'all toast the buns? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you mean this it's is so food exciting. I don't have to make? I love it. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I'll pay, I'll pay, I'll pay whatever. Yeah. Whatever. However you want this to go. I'm with it. <laughs> so, uh, final question. Um, what yeah, is, hey. what is your favorite drink to have? Um, and it can be any setting. So like be at a bar or at the house. Uh, what is your, what is your go-to drink? Okay. Mm, okay. That's different. So at the house, uh, my go-to is a Manhattan. Mm-hmm to drink because it's for me it's not a lot of ingredients so it's simple but the flavor profile is very complex Mm -hmm. so so that's one of my favorites you can really get funky switching around you know either your whiskey or your rice your sweet vermouth i really really enjoy a good sweet vermouth Um, then you're bitter so with each one of those ingredients you can you know there's you know, hundreds of possibilities. So you can really make a ton of different, right. Uh, heads. So that's my favorite one to drink at home. Uh, if I'm out in public and I want to have a good time, I'll usually do something with, uh, tequila, tequila. Yeah. Some Blanco tequila or some mezcal really gets like, I say, party, what up? What's happening? Let's get it. I'm in a good mood. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Somebody, yeah. Somebody, I'm talking to somebody. (laughs) (laughs) I want this, I want this night to go away. And I want it to go a certain way. And this is the way for me to get there. So let's, let's do that. All right. So those are our five questions, uh, for our guest, uh, and yeah. very well, uh, well put together responses, sir. Uh, and now we're going to mm-hmm. get into my personal favorite, uh, part of the show. This is called, um, what were you drinking? Now I have dug into my Facebook timeline and, uh, have found some of the messier posts that exist and, mm-hmm. uh, we can only assume that they were drinking when they, uh, wrote these, uh, <laughs> because this is not a sober mind. <laughs> Uh, and we really need to figure out what was going on. And, uh, you, Kofi, as a bartender, uh, you know, having seen people drunk over the years off of a various amount of, uh, alcohols, uh, could be able to yes, diagnose, to be able to diagnose what exactly mm-hmm. were they drinking, uh, when they wrote this. So, um, here we go. Now, uh, with this, uh, particular post, it is important that you know what time uh, it was posted because this may give a little bit more insight into what, where were, where, where were we with this? So, uh, this post was at a 4.42 a.m. Uh, <laughs> so just to give you a nice little, uh, set the, set the baseline of where I'm going to go with this. Uh, so 4.42 a.m., a, uh, individual wrote, who the fuck let me find out? Three exclamation marks. Oh, now I who can, the f- who the okay, fuck uh, let me find out three exclamation marks. And this is at 442 AM. Who the fuck let me find out? That's, I like that. Cause you don't know if they're mad about the person that let them find out or the information. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, there's a there's a lot to uh, unpack with that one. <laughs> three question marks is always a Are, whole lot of anxiety. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry. Three exclamation marks. This was this, this isn't even a question. Not a question. Oh, <laughs> not the question marks. These are not <laughs> question marks. Let me find yeah. out. Yeah. Three exclamation marks. Wow. Who the fuck let me find out? 
All right, that's it. Powerful. All right, so it's 4.42 in the morning. Yep. All right. Wow. Man, okay. Okay, so they haven't. So that's not something that you wake up and write. So they've been up. Sure. They've right. been up this whole time. You you up at 442. There's something else involved. Okay. So you were already you were already on the last bit of an eight ball. Mm-hmm. And, and you were with some friends and somebody let something slip out. And you were like, who the fuck let me find out? What you go home furious and you have a drink because at that point nothing matters. Right. So what do you drink when nothing matters? Gosh. Alright, you do not make a cocktail because there's no way <laughs> You're not gonna have a steady hand to uh <laughs> Pour uh, into a jigger uh, a uh, uh, whiskey. That's not uh, that's not what that is. No, no, no. You're not doing none of that. Um, yeah, you're not. Yeah, you're not going for a jigger. There's no there's no shakers involved. All right. So what you're doing is you're doing. Um, oh yeah. It used to be a drink we'd call the uh, called the bar mat, where you just take whatever mm. liquor that bar mat. You pour it into a glass. They're drinking something similar to a bar mat. A bar mat is the is the leftovers of all the shit you got. Mm-hmm. So they're not making a drink, but they put. Uh, I'm guessing they put down like this is not into a glass. They put down one of those protein shake cups <laughs> on their counter. <laughs> <laughs> they got a GNC protein cup, mm-hmm. and they pour. They poured in just the just the leftovers. So it was like there's that old bottle uh, of peppermint schnapps. They oh. put the rest of it in there. They poured in a dash of blue curacao, squeezed out some lime juice, and then they poured a whole um, what's that? That coffee liqueur. Yeah. Then they poured some whiskey over it, and they put that little spiral ball in there, and they just angrily <laughs> took that shit up. <laughs> and they are taking that down in swigs like no it's not even hitting the tongue they are just taking swigs of that getting amped and more hype because of the coffee the cold that caffeine in it and they are just mashing keys and replaying what happened Mm -hmm. that night who the fuck let me find out and it's just yeah that's what they're drinking one two three exclamation marks yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Just they are, and they want to find. And they they are very determined to find out too, especially with that uh, mixture in their body. Oh, yeah. That's, ooh, yeah. That's that's dangerous. They're gonna have a heart attack at some point. Oh yeah. If uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that I would uh, I would say this person is probably not alive uh, at this point uh, because they found out. <laughs> they, they found out. They definitely found out, and unfortunately, it did not go how they wanted to. Because even though they wanted to find out, didn't mean that yeah. they were ready to find out. So they weren't ready. Yeah. They were. They, some, some, sometimes you you want information that you're not ready to receive. So that mm-hmm. is a life lesson there. Well, uh, thank you for that uh, insightful uh, breakdown and yes. hilarious. Yeah. Uh, hilariously so um so you know that a lot that'll do it uh for us here at uh, open bar talk podcast um episode 15 uh kofi thomas man you're fucking hilarious dude and those are hilarious stories uh, i'm very excited that that woman found her wig um uh towards the end that's <laughs> <laughs> so fucking funny um uh before we get out of here um is there anything you want to plug before you go uh, instagram or you know uh, i was gonna say shows i mean i don't know if you're doing the zoom shit but <laughs> if you are here's the time to do that uh yeah no you can follow me on instagram at kofi comic k-o-f-i-c-o-m-i-c um yeah other than that you know just uh you know be safe out there uh drink a healthy amount Mm-hmm. Keep following the podcast. You know ah, what I mean. Subscribe, click you. buttons, do all them things. Find out. Uh, I'll let you find out. Uh, as our friend uh, <laughs> was trying to find out. 
Um, so, all right. Well, uh, thank you again, my friend, uh, for coming through and, uh, uh, blessing us with the stories here today. Uh, if you want to find our show, uh, you know, you can do that openbartalk at gmail.com, uh, openbartalk on Instagram. Uh, you know, I post, um, you know, once in a while I'll throw up a story from my crazy bar days. Um, I have a couple zingers, uh, that I throw up on there. So they're fun to read. Uh, go, uh, go look them up there. Um, and if you want to find me, uh, jimsearchcomedy.com uh, and all social media, I'm at jimsearch. Uh, I'll post some jokes and shit on there once in a while. So go read those and enjoy and have a laugh. Um, but yes, uh, thanks again, Kofi, for coming through. Uh, appreciate you, uh, fam. Uh, you know, and of course, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, uh, these are all the places to find this show. Uh, you know, rate, review, subscribe, uh, you know, um, if you're on iTunes, give high stars, uh, Stitcher, you know, do whatever they do over there, but, uh, make the, make that shit happen. Uh, you know, we appreciate, uh, everybody for listening, uh, super dope, and, uh, make sure you put a water between each drink, and we'll see you on the next one. Peace. <laughs>